Castle is heating up very nicely indeed. A service by Gianelli. Champagne volleyball and they're two points away. Hello everyone and welcome to the Ace Base, the volleyball podcast brought to you by CEV. It is another Champions League super final special with a super final special guest. But before that, which sounds a bit mean actually, Key, like you're not the special guest, but you're always the special <laughs> guest. Um, how are you? I'm not so special, but I am also not a guest co-hosting. I'm fabulous. It's a little bit early. I'm in Miami and you guys are on the other side of the world and you've woken me up before my natural circadian rhythm but i've got my coffee and i'm ready to go hang <laughs> on to meet our guest what is the what is the circadian <laughs> rhythm i mean it's a sleep cycle i've 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 got to balance it out with with my massive mug of coffee oh the little doggo on the mug too great stuff um, anyway you've got up early and the reason you've got up early is because we have a genuine superstar in our midst counting down to his first champions league final which will be another in a long list of remarkable achievements lucarelli thank you so much for joining us how are you hello good afternoon for you good morning uh, for you i envy your <laughs> mug of coffee I want also one now, <laughs> and uh, it's a pleasure to, to talk to you guys, and I hope you, the guys at home could enjoy this. Well, I hope so too. Uh, we've got lots to talk about and not long to talk about it in, um, and I just want to say, did you know what a circadian cycle was, Luca no. Relli? No. Circadian rhythm. What is- it's something to do with your body and how it flows with the waves and the gravity and I'm no scientist, but I just uh, yeah. About to zip in, I'm not the best example. I'm the guy that sleep late, so it's like I'm not. Yes. I'm not the best example in this matter. Uh, it, it, he... I heard from LeBron James that sleep is one of the most important things for an athlete. So look, you know what? If you yeah. sleep until eleven, no judgment. We right? can we can deny that for him he's going really well. So maybe we should try. Hey, whatever he does, exactly. Yeah. If he says eat grapes at seven p.m. on the dot, <laughs> I would be eating grapes at seven p.m. Yeah, on the dot. we should die. <laughs> Uh, well, I, actually, we're having this conversation. You're talking about sleep. I genuinely do this podcast from my bed. So <laughs> so here we are. My bed is right <laughs> here by my side waiting for me. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's that yours. It looks like you're by some kind of four poster number key. Yeah. This is, this is my bed. No way. I'm back home in Miami. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I'm not in, not actually in bed. I'm a little bit more I'm professional. I'm in a desk chair. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, half, anyway, half pajama, half t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. It's like every Zoom call. It's like the bottom half is yeah, yeah, pajamas. You got it. You got it. But it's that. That's okay. Uh, well, you are. I'm not going to ask what you've got on the bottom half, but you all look impeccably turned out um, from the chest up, and that is all I care about for today. Uh, right, let's get to it then, because um, you have got a big match in a few weeks, but you've had your first season in Europe. Um, after such a successful career in Brazil, why did you decide that, that now was the time to come and play in Italy and test yourself here? Uh, since uh, I'm, I was younger, uh, I always uh, watch and follow the Italian league. And I know that it's the strongest league, like the most competitive league in the world. So it was an old dream uh, to play here. Uh, and I think that I was like waiting the, the better time to come, that I feel more prepared to, to play here. Uh, and I think now, after some years, I feel more 
like a major uh, guy to, to come here to this adventure. And I think I'm not choose the right the right year because in this COVID time it was not that easy. But uh, I could enjoy a lot to play this season here. Uh, it was just to confirm that he's the strongest league. It was really tough uh, season that is not finished yet. But uh, I can say that that was really really tough. Yeah, tough tough to say the least. Um, I, I mean, I look at it. You've you've played their their key, and we had the conversation mm. with Kim Hill the other day, and she said that she thinks on the women's side of things it is the, the best league in the world. And I I look at all the players and all the teams, and the fact that you're in a Champions League final and you beat an Italian team in the semi final, but unfortunately you're not going to win the Scudetto this year. Every week must be so so tough. Yes, it's like it's it's really tough to arrive in the in the finals year. Uh, also, the Champions League for sure. Uh, we really wanted to also went this uh, final with Scudetto, uh, but we could ma- couldn't manage to to it. Uh, now, unfortunately, we just watch by TV. So we hope that in first of May we can change a bit the mood after match and be really happy. Uh, we know that we be also a really tough match, Zaksa. In the last five years, I don't know more. He's playing in an amazing level, so we know that it will be a really hard game. I I love this final so much. I love the fact that Zaksa are aiming to become the first Polish champions of a major European competition. Which, considering how big the sport is there, I just find that astonishing that there's never been a, a Polish champion. But also Trentino having won the CEV Cup last year with, uh, and as we said, not winning the, the Scudetto either. Aiming to go back to back with this group of players, there's so much at stake. And from, a, from me as a fan, it's just the most incredible occasion. What about as a, as a player going to a Champions League final for you, given that, you know, you've, you've won an Olympics and all of that kind of stuff? Where would this No big deal. Yeah, no, no, no big, big deal. deal. <laughs> you know, an Olympic gold medal, making the dream team in your home country. I mean, that we can talk about that later. But um, going to a Champions League final with this this new group of players, this new group of friends, what does that mean to you? No, I, I think for me, every championship is really is really available, and I don't even need to talk about Champions League. It's one of the most prestigious uh, championship in the world. So in my first season, I'm really happy to arrive in this final of Champions League. Before coming, I was talking with my manager to that come to play here in Italy, and he was talking. Ah, the, the team will have the chance to to play in Champions League. You you have the like the first phase before to try to go, mm-hmm. and hopefully you can go good in the in the Champions League. Then we arrive in the final. So we for sure we are really happy and really anxious to arrive now. This this game we are waiting for twenty something days, so it was a long long waiting. Um, and I'm really happy. It's, it's, it will be really cool to play the Champions League final. Uh, like, unfortunately, we don't have the fans in the in the place uh, because this, for sure, is the most beautiful thing when you play in a full place. Uh, but okay, we know that is not the moment. Uh, but we hope that it will be a really good game, and even uh, by home, the, the fans can enjoy the game. What kind of um, response have you had there? Because as you said, there, there have been no supporters who've been able to, to watch you this year and the Italian volleyball fans, they're, they're incredible and they love their players and they love their teams. Have you had the opportunity to sort of build any relationship with the supporters? 
uh, a bit uh, because in the beginning of the of the season we had uh, we had uh, I think thousand uh, public per game. It's like twenty percent of the the capacity. So in the beginning we have we had some contact with them, but I think after one month or a bit more uh, they cancel everything here. So. In the beginning, we, we could have some contact, uh, but I think it was not uh, like enough for, for my first season. So I know some some supporters from Trentino Volley, but not uh, not a lot yet. Uh, unfortunately, this this year was really difficult. But uh, by social media, yes, uh, a lot of uh, fans from the team uh, send messages, tag us in, on stories and stuff like that. We try to to keep some contact uh, at least. We we, we don't have in, in physically, but. We try to keep this this thing via social media. Nice. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I think back on my time in Italy and that was one of the memories that's so strong is meeting with the fans after the game, maybe taking a selfie or going for pizza or being part of you know the fan group. But if you don't actually have that contact, does it feel the same? I'm really curious. Are you someone who who likes that kind of fan interaction or are yeah. you rather I want to get on the bus as soon as the game's over just don't talk to me no I'm the type of guy that all the players hate because I'm always the late or I on the bus yes and <laughs> I was exactly the same as you in national team in the clubs I I, I think is the is the least we can do because they stay there two mm-hmm. hours cheering for us and just take some some pictures with them uh, that's they're cheering just just looking for us is like is the least we can do and I always do this, and I always arrive late in the bus. I'm always arrive late to the locker room to take showers. So, uh, not too many players like the the, the longer <laughs> I took it, uh, in the in the gym. But I think this is like a really good thing, and I feel really good with this. I, I don't know. I can feel the energy yeah. they they pass to us. One hundred percent. And it's kind of the best part, right? I mean, you put in all of this work all week long. You go and you play the match and the high pressure, and you you're exhausted at the end. It's almost like it's a high point, right? Feeling this this appreciation from people yes. doing, you know, you're just doing your job, but at the end of the day, people are doing their job and don't have fans, you know? Exactly. People who work in an office and send emails, no one's cheering for them. I know Dave's over there going, excuse me, I don't have any fans. <laughs> nah, We're your fans, Dave. <laughs> ah, for sure, for sure he has, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Amazing stuff. So um, let's talk, should we dig in early, Key? Or, oh sure because yeah I, i'm wondering whether to dig in or to talk about brazil because whenever i talk about brazil i get really carried away let's dig in i'm i'm ready all right okay. yeah so so we're going to switch away from volleyball then back to volleyball and um, just just brace yourself man because anything could happen here i know in the next <laughs> of no, i mean no you don't have to be nervous i i actually sometimes i get my questions from from friends that i know a player in common but I don't. I mean, while you're while you're I looking, reveal my sources. while you're looking at the questions, I'm just going to remind everyone that we need to get as many eyes on this game as possible. As Lucarelli has said, there are no supporters allowed at the Super Finals. We've got two incredible games: Trentino versus Zaxa in the men's competition, and then Corneliano against Vakif Bank in the women's. They're both on the same day. There are lots of places where you can watch them. If you go to the CV website, there are, they tell you the ways that you can watch in the different countries that you can watch it in. But whether you watch it online or on broadcast television, there are going to be two epic matches uh, on the 1st of May. Has that given you enough time to get your questions? <laughs> oh, um, yes. I'm ready. Okay. Fans ready. Brace everyone. Let's go. Um, all right. So let's dig into Lucarelli. Let's do it. 
The first one is going to be a photo, and I'm going to... Sh- <laughs> I'm going to ask you, what's the first thing you think of when you see this photo? Or whatever word comes to mind, or literally anything. Can you see my screen? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can see it. This is me with, um, I don't know, three, four years old. I did one like photo shooting when I was younger. I had one better photo than this, but I don't, I don't, I don't have with me that I'm holding oh, one black jacket. In the, in the shoulder like this, like really model. You know? Oh, classic, <laughs> classic 90s over yeah. the shoulder throw. And I was a really good model before. Now I don't like too many photos, but in the in the past I was a, a good model. I think some change in my. <laughs> no, I mean you look great here. You look great now. Uh, I was just curious, what is on the hat? It looks like a Power Ranger. Is it? I think this is uh, Zodiac. Zodiac is. Uh, I don't know the name in English. Uh, because in Brazil it's It's one also one cartoon that is really old, uh-huh. and I was really really a huge fan of. Uh, but I don't know the name in English. But I I tried to find out. Uh, but is this one? Yeah, it's one. That but, was great. Well, it's a great look. It's a great, oh, totally. Yeah, completely but on I, lose, point. I, I feel like you can rock that hat. I lose this hat. <laughs> you can rock that hat today. I, you, oh, you lost yeah, it. Yeah, I, I I was in the airport because I have one cousin that live here in in Italy, and when we go there. To, to pick it, pick it up. I was in the car with the window open and I was like just chilling and my head just just go out from, oh, the, no. from the window. So I it was not a, a happy day for me. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Well, if any fans are out there are listening and they can find that classic <laughs> cap, you might, you might find one in the mail. <laughs> Please. All right, next question. Tell me about Maria the cat. What? Maria the cat. What is Maria the cat? You gotta pick up. Uh, yeah, well, you tell me. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, this was awesome. It shooting. says the name is Maria. My my yeah. My Portuguese is not that great. No, but no, because I was like, what is Maria the cat? Is like you want nickname? But yeah, no, she is actually Maria, the name of this cat. And we were doing one photo shooting from Headboo, and this cat mm-hmm. is from the owner of the place. And she just started to to get in the into the photos, and I was taking the photos. She was like by myself, and she didn't move. And I said, "Okay, oh, I so love it. let's enjoy." I think she's like really nice and cute, so we can you can use it, and she will not bind me. And it was really calm. She was like cuddle every time. So happened these photos, and it was like the people love these photos because it's animal together, and she was really really cute. Yeah. Oh, it's adorable. It's yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys know for. Um... Busto uh, has a cat. They have a local cat that just lives there. And sometimes it just comes to training and sometimes it comes in the locker room. <laughs> sometimes she ran onto court during a match. I forget her name. I think her name's like Weebo or something like that. That's amazing but, also. So cool. Yeah, the mascot. I, I, lo- I love that photo. Yeah, exactly. Mascot. mascot. If you're an animal lover, it's great. Um, alrighty. So you live in Italy, which is home of the best food. Have you encountered French fries on pizza? And what are your thoughts? Um, I didn't, but I saw in some menus. I saw in the menu, but I never asked it. I never, I never ordered this. Never, never, never. This is like rule number one. Don't mix, <laughs> don't mix. Because pizza is my favorite food. It's my favorite food. So I never, I will yeah. never do this to pizza. I will never put French fries on the pizza, never. 
Never. I, I was shocked. I went to Italy and I thought, <laughs> it's the home of the best food in the world. It's good. Mm, molto bueno, buonissimo. And then you get to the menu and you're like, French fries on pizza. And the Italians yeah. are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. Would, great. would no, you have never. French fries with pizza, though? Like, would you have a pizza with a side of French fries? Yes, much better. Yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I ordered burger. <laughs> it's easier. Then you can eat the French fries. But when I order pizza, it's just a pizza. <laughs> what just the pizza? What's your favorite topping on a pizza? What do you have with it? Uh, I usually put salami, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, some uh, olives, onion, and plus of grana to be really a lot of cheese. Okay. Oh yes. Olives Ooh. and onions. If this was a podcast where I could use foul language, I would be get get no. get them yeah, get them but... out, get them away. <laughs> but I discovered that a lot of people don't like olives, and I, and I didn't know this. And I just love olives. I love olives too. Yeah. Black or green or both. I prefer the green. The devil's yeah, same, testicles. Same. That's what olives are. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. Look, talking like this, I think I don't want to, to eat anymore, but... Okay. What? The de- anyway, carry on, keep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is the strangest rumor you've ever heard about yourself? Mm, strange rumor... Because I imagine you you read about yourself in the paper a lot. There might be, you know, people are tweeting and messaging about you. Do you ever just read something and go, well, that's just clearly not true? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, this is a really good question. I, I really don't know. We, like, some people happens, but it's like normal thing. More more about the, like, ah, she, he was playing some plays, la la, he's dating mm. someone, but this is like, it's like, okay, there is nothing too much on, on it, but like, it's strange. Like, no, I think once I, I played one South American 2013 and one girl came with one cartoon with like, marry, marry me, something like that. And oh. people did one like, just like some uh, thing on news on the, in the internet. And people was like, really thinking that was true just because they read fast. They don't read everything. So they just read fast. So people were just talking about it, but it was not like huge rumor. It was just just normal. So I think this was the worst, but luckily I don't have too, too many. Luckily. It's so funny though to me because you go, I mean, you grow up, you play volleyball, you love volleyball, you just get better at volleyball because you love it. And all of a sudden you go from being just a normal person on the street to people spreading rumors about you or <laughs> taking photos of you or it's just... It's just so, it, 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 I don't know, it sort of blows my mind, the whole idea of fame. <laughs> shall we start a rumor about Lucarelli? Oh, yes, shall we can... start one of this podcast? Yeah. But a really good, but a good one, please. <laughs> yeah, put, something about Olive. Put me on the news, put me on the news. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, he, he says he's better than both Bruno and Gianelli, so he's moving to Setter for the next season. Yes, I heard that, I heard that yeah. somewhere. But I think this rumor will fall, like, in two seconds. Like no, <laughs> the people you put like this, you go fake really fast. Yeah, uh, fake fast, news. Fast, fast. That's fake news. You're fake, fake news. We're all fake news. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh. Alrighty. Well, another question for you: best character in Game of Thrones. Uh, I know you're a fan. I like Jon Snow. <laughs> I like Jon Snow because of the personality. Like mm-hmm. good guy. 
always trying to help someone. I think it's like more close to to my personality. So I like I like Injo Dog. It's a good one. I actually haven't even watched any of. I've watched maybe like a few episodes of Game of Thrones. I must be the only person in the world. But what? what you, but you I do in, know who Jon Snow is. You were in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No. What, what happened to you? Were you Were you living on a retreat? Were you? I know yeah. you guys have heard it all. Bring it on! Come on, bring it on! I've heard uh, it all. Maybe where? I don't know. I just don't watch you, a lot of TV. You don't have the internet. Internet where you you were. Maybe some. Uh, this happened. Yeah. There's no problem. I um I so I was quite late. I was quite late to Game of Thrones. And I once, bearing in mind, Key, the, the the episodes are an hour long. I once watched an entire season in a day. Yes. Like, it's... Yes. So, because for ages, I was a little bit like you, Key, and I was like, oh, it can't be that good. It can't be that good. It's just old people having sex and cutting each other's heads off. It can't be that good. <laughs> but it is so addictive. Yeah, when you start, and, it's really hard to stop. And I'm I'm with you, Jon Snow. He's that guy. He's, he's the yeah, guy. He's, he's a good guy. When well, that was going to be along my my next question was if a movie director called you to star in any movie, you can be the main star character of the movie. Who would you want to be? Uh, but like, what type of movie I would like to do? It's totally up to you. It could be a romance, it could be a comedy, it could be an action, you could, could be a superhero. Could you see him as like the Will Smith role in a Brazilian Bad Boys? I think. Well, Ooh, I think I, I would yeah. do like a, a superhero comedy, you know. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think I would like. Like the one Will Smith did. What was it called? Oh, uh, Hancock. yeah. Hancock. Hancock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can see like that, that for you. It can be something like that. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Hancock, that's your good, new nickname. This is a really good, really good one. This is a really yes. good one. I would like to, to, to read this about yeah, it. Then- all of a sudden, your manager, yeah. your manager's getting calls. I hear you, Lucarelli's moving yeah. into acting. And yeah, it's I'm well, just looking you know, to, new, to new things in my life, new opportunities. After, after winning the Champions League and a second Olympic gold in 2021, then he's moving into other opportunities, Hollywood calls, and then, I mean, and then here we are. I just um, accepted. <laughs> let's try, let's try. There we go. Yeah. The future's not written yet. It's all in your hands. Exactly. <laughs> okay, last question, just because I ask everyone this one. If you could be any animal in the world, not in the world or in yeah. in the universe, if there are animals in outer space, you can be one of them too. What would you be? Yeah, could be good from the another universe also. But um, <laughs> I think if I say lion, it's too cliche. Ooh, yeah, it's no, too cliche. No, no, it's too cliche. Yet. I would think one like different. Uh, ego, ego is pretty cool also. Eagle is pretty cool. Uh, like a harpy eagle or a bald eagle? Just any kind of eagle. Any. But the one part yeah. really, really big eagle. The one at the top of yeah, the Yeah, it flies really high. can see from really distance. Yeah, just like that. Intense. Love that. Yeah, I think eagle just... Intense. Be, yeah, this would be different. <laughs> because I think lion should, should be the first option for almost everyone. But I think people also like to be in the in the water. So some people choose like some people in the water. But I think I prefer mm-hmm. to stay here in, in the in the in the earth. On earth and in the in the in there. Hey, there we go. Yes. Flying I think Perfect. I think... Cool. Well that's it for my questions. Okay. Th- You've passed my test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I, I, mean, I, I, get the think job. I got the job. Yeah, you're, you got the you're job. You're hired. You got the job. You got the acting job. <laughs> uh, with the animal thing, Key, I think I've changed my mind. I'd be Maria the cat. 
Oh. I think Maria, the, the cat, is probably more famous than either of us now oh, after that man. photo shoot. She probably Much has more acting than gigs coming up. In this photo, there is like, I don't know, 200 <laughs> comments. 290 is about Maria and 10 is about me. My mother, my sister, <laughs> so that's it. No publicity. It's, it's a good-looking cat, though. It's a beautiful cat. Yes, okay. and Pose is really beautiful also. She's a really good mother mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Cats are the worst. Anyway, we, we <laughs> alas, we move on. Um, it's we. I suppose we should probably talk about volleyball at some point with this being a volleyball podcast. Oh yeah, sorry. I always do that. I always get us off track. <laughs> but let's talk about the summer because it is a huge summer for international volleyball, and I would imagine. Um, once you get the small matter of the Champions League final out of the way, you have got some pretty big plans for putting on the Brazil jersey and having a little bit more success. Yeah, it's like one year of delay, the dream to to have this this opportunity to try to go to another Olympic Games. Uh, so we hope that we can we can manage to really good practice and also the VNL now. That we can go well that will be a really good preparation for for brazil i want to go backwards um before we go forwards and just quickly talk about um rio and winning gold because i'm sure you've talked about it a million times but <clears throat> surely it's surely it's one of those things you could talk about a million more as a million well and one. <laughs> because to win an olympic gold in your country of birth for your country of birth um it doesn't get better than that does it yeah, this is the type of thing that you can talk a lot of times. Yeah, it's not like when you lose some some game and the, the people ask every time why, what, what was wrong. So oh, this type yeah. of question is much better, for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. And and I think the thing that was more like incredible that we came from a lot of finals before of World League, World Championship, and we lose. So we we had in this moment a lot of pressure. And was in, in in Brazil and volleyball is all, always like the people expect a lot from volleyball in Brazil, uh, indoor and beach volleyball. So mm-hmm. uh, we had a lot of this pressure uh, in the beginning, and we didn't start that well. We lose to Italy and and USA. So in the last game against France, we like we can if we lose, we don't go to quarterfinals. So this will be like terrible for us. And I don't know, maybe I just start playing volleyball and I try my career as an actor, you know, after that. <laughs> it might be the moment. Yeah. So luckily I'm not an actor now, <laughs> but it was like this, it was a really huge pressure. So after passing through this and winning this, this medal was like uh, a change of emotions, you know, like the anxiety in the beginning, then this pressure and nervous uh, in this game against friends that we need to win. And after we we won, like we relax a bit, and then okay, now we start again, and then we won like incredible. Uh, I I think that I I didn't have had too many emotions in, when we won because I was like in in shock, you know. So I was like, what is happening now? And I think I had more feelings when I start to see some videos uh, from my friends that was there. I one friend of mine sent one video in the beach. They put one big scream on the beach and was like, I don't know how many people watching, like really, really full beach. He, he sent me the video like in 360 and it was like full the beach. And when I started to see this and the people screaming when we do the last point, this was amazing. So, yeah, 
was really cool. And then see my family coming to the court when we get when we won. So this is like um, priceless. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. You mentioned the, the beach um, and just the, the effect that that had on on everything that was going on outside. So um, I was I was out in Rio, but I wasn't at the volleyball competition. I think I've told this story on, on the podcast before, but I'll, I'll return to it. Um, I was at the handball arena, so the future arena on a different site and Brazil weren't playing. It was definitely Denmark maybe norway but but either way it was it was a good game but but brazil weren't involved but there were lots of brazilian supporters and it was just the middle of the game and no one was really paying attention because everyone was on their phones checking the volleyball score and when the news came through that, that brazil had won the ev- the whole place just went crazy and all of the the players in the middle of the court were just like oh Oh, Brazil must have won, and the game st- and the game stopped for about thirty seconds while everyone sort of all of the players gave a round of applause to appreciate that Brazil had just become Olympic oh, champions this, at indoor volleyball. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it was and it was just this amazing thing, and and because of my affinity to volleyball, in fact, give me two seconds. Um, this is a this is a, a match a match ball from the Olympics uh, where oh. you got the silver medals. You didn't play in that one because um, you were super young. But that when uh, Russia won, and you know the Olympic heritage of of Brazilian volleyball and how much it means to the people in the country that yeah. they got tickets to another Olympic event but were still just just scrolling on their phones so desperate to see how well you'd done. That just had a such a huge huge impact. It's. It's history, and and you were a part of it. You know, it's absolutely yeah. remarkable. Yeah. And, and now, you you might well have another opportunity to repeat that in a different country in uh, five five years on. I mean, how do you feel about that? Yeah, this uh, the first thing is that uh, to be part of this twelve players that goes, and we go to Japan. That is a really good place for Brazilians because we have a lot of uh, Brazilian people living in Japan. This is like, our, because I think it, um, the only fans in the Olympic Games will be people from Japan. I think so, yeah. So this for us is good because we have a lot of Brazilian in Japan. So I think we're gonna have some some fans in the in the, in the the games. And also the Japanese people, they like, uh, they like Brazilian. So every time we play there, because we usually play in Japan in the championships, yeah, uh, they always cheer for us, so it's it's really cool. Uh, so I think we're gonna play like we are playing at home, so it will be really cool. Uh, I think Brazil uh, have an, uh, another chance uh, to fight for medals, and we hope that uh, we can manage to do it again. <sighs> yeah, you will. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, I'm excited. Key, <laughs> key. Brazil are one of those countries, okay. aren't they? They key where. Um, even though people have got no affinity to Brazil and they've never been to Brazil, they just want Brazil and Brazilian teams to do well. They're like everybody's second favorite country. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think because Brazilian people are so warm yeah. and welcoming and friendly. And I, could, I imagine if I were to go to Brazil, I would be welcomed as a friend just mm-hmm. right off the bat. And I think that sort of energy, you feel that and you want to support yeah. I mean that's how I feel anyway. That's why I would support Brazil. Yeah, having no affiliation. I think I think he, he is one one thing is this: uh, the players that come to play in Brazil uh, is the thing that they always say. They feel home really quickly, like in the first mm-hmm. 
two weeks that they, they arrive to play in a new team in Brazil. Uh, everyone tries to do their best to, to this guy feel at home the, the fastest possible. So I think this 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 way uh, we, we manage to treat people is is one of the, the things that make some people from another country like Brazil. Um, and this is a really good thing. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have too many good news from Brazil outside of Brazil. Uh, we always heard about bad things about Brazil in other countries. So mm -hmm. this is one, one thing that we always uh, really good. That's about the people, about how, how warm uh, the people are. So this is a really good thing. Mm, definitely. Do you think, because um, obviously you've come over to Europe to play a great standard of volleyball and, and to have a new experience. Do you think European players would benefit from going and doing a couple of years in Brazil? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's difficult because here in Europe, you have a lot of good championships. So you have the Italian league, you have the Russian league, you have the Polish league, you have the French league. Uh, I think it's like the the four best in Europe, if I'm not wrong. That's also the, the German. So mm -hmm. is I don't know. I think it's too many good leagues here for them to go to Brazil. Okay. Uh, so I don't know, maybe to experience some something different. So maybe he is curious to know Brazil and have a good offer. So maybe he want to go. But I think it's really difficult to move a lot of European players to play in Brazil. I, I really don't think that's really going to happen. That's interesting. But there's no Champions League in Brazil. No. Yeah, we no. could move the Champions League to Brazil. <laughs> but the Brazilian teams have done well in the World Club Championships over the years. So, did you, did you won that? Anyway. We, no, we, we won. Ah, that's right. That's yeah. Right. Uh, how obviously your your English is fantastic. How's your Italian? It's going well. It's going well. It's really similar to to Portuguese. So when okay. I arrived, um, I stood like one month before I came. So when I I arrived here, I start to I say I will try to to speak. If I'm wrong, you guys just say no, no. It's, it's that way, that way. And I and I use the translator all the time. So I'm always translating something, sometimes something. So I think also this, like the visual, the visual thing, helped me to to uh, to remind. So now I think after four months here, five months, I was already speaking like quite a bit. Wow. Uh, and now I think I'm speaking more already Italian than English. Uh, there is like two players that I speak more in English, but with the with the rest, I I'm trying always to to speak in Italian. And I think it's the only way to to learn faster. Incredible. Yeah. Was that the same with you, Key, or were you? Did you? Well, I I started to learn Italian after I had already learned German, and I think Luke, really, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think once you're learning your second foreign language or your third foreign language, so for you, English was your first second language, and then Italian, it comes a little bit smoother. You know, you're already. It's not as if you're everyone is speaking Portuguese around you and you can just fall back into being lazy like I am in English. <laughs> but if you're already speaking outside of your mother tongue, then it's easier. Yeah, to I think it's one part of the brain just... that you are today. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Get easier. Yeah, for sure. Right, bef before we move into the uh, fan questions, of which, again, we've had loads, thank you so much to everybody who's 
sent me pages and pages of questions. I'll try and pick the best ones out. Um, Dan Manili, who uh, regular listeners to the podcast will know, is a great host, and he's um, he's done a few of them more recently. He will never forgive me if I don't uh, if I don't ask you about the the two setters that you regularly play with, Bruno and Gianelli. I'm not going to ask you who is best because that is not fair. But um, they are two, well, they're recognised as two of the best setters on the planet. What is it that makes them so good individually? Because they are just two incredibly talented players. I think they have, I already talked with the guys here, and maybe I already talked with Janelle about it, uh, because Bruno is older, so I I see some things in, that Bruno have in Janelle, because like this is like the, the normal way of the things. Uh, and it's this thing that uh, even uh, knowing that uh, how good you are, you're always trying to, to get better. You're always trying to to, to learn something new. Uh, he stood a lot. It's just like Bruno. He finished the game every game. He take the computer with the second coach and watch the game again, see how was the sets, what could you do better. So I think he, 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 they both are equal in this. Uh, because I am roommate with Bruno in the national team, so I know him really well in, in all the aspects. And like, and I, I also like to 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 study games, to watch games. So in the room, we talk about a lot about games. Uh, and this Janelle has also. So I think this is one of the really good quality that even like Bruno now uh, will be 36. He won everything, and he's still the same. He's still trying to be the best. It's true practicing a lot to give the example. And I think Janelli have the same energy and the same mentality. And I think you just can get even higher doing like this. Yeah, amazing. Unbelievable, unbelievable talents. Right then, questions. Where do we, where do we start with these? Okay, um, Helena Floriani, she asks, uh, who was or who is your idol? Uh, my idol is Serginho, the libero from Brazil. Uh, this is also one question that I have no problem to always answer because uh, in the court, I don't, need, I don't even need to say how good Serginho was. For sure, I think in the history, he was the best libero. And, but for me, the most important Serginho is the Serginho outside. That is like, for me, is the, the perfect example of an idol. Uh, is the guy that won everything that everybody knows that he's the best but outside the court he's even better the way he treated persons the way he, he always tried to make everybody feel good uh, the way he 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 guided his life so he for me he was a really good example when i was arriving the national team so i was looking for everything he was doing the way he he does and, and for me it was uh learning every day i love to hear you say that because i I'm exactly the same. Those people that I look up to are not just good athletes or good at what they do. It's more like the person, right? I mean, you say he made you feel good on the court. He made sure that you were learning and feeling like you were improving. And I, I just love that yeah. love that you say it's the person as well as the yeah. athlete. There is some there is something that I think almost nobody knows that in Olympic Games, I was injured with my leg. I injured it against friends. And after the, the quarterfinal, semifinal, I was like literally playing almost with one leg and it was really hard because I was not practicing. I was not jumping. I was not, it was really hard, but he helped me a lot every time. Like before the game, he was encouraging me a lot. 
he every time he 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 saw that I was suffering a lot to to play, but he he took the best from me even uh, in my conditions, physical conditions, and a lot of this 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 thing came from him. So also it's like he just proved that he he is the best because. I was literally really bad physically and he took the best from me just before, you know, so he's like a really important person to my to my career and also to my personality for sure. Amazing. Good teammates, eh? Yeah. Uh, next question. So Amy Maneski, she asks, uh, what's your favorite Italian food? We already know that pizza. Uh, yeah. But what also is your favorite Brazilian food? My Brazilian uh queijo. You're going to have to give me more detail. Pão de queijo is like a, a small <laughs> thing with cheese inside. Oh, is it like pandayuca? Mm, I don't know if it's pandayuca. It's one thing that is made with okay. cheese and it's like mm -hmm. uh, white yellow, something like that. And it's like really... And it's like famous. a little round ball. Yes, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's circle. And we usually eat in, uh, in breakfast, something like that. And it's really, really famous in Brazil. So this, I think, is my my favorite food from Brazil. I love a lot of food, but if I just say one, I think Pondicajo is my is my favorite. I would fly to Rio today for a good brigadeiro. <laughs> Honestly, it's just yeah, just just chocolatey and delicious. Um. Anyway, more questions. Oh, hang on. Quite a few people have asked if you'll marry them. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too young. You, great, <laughs> great answer. Good answer. Yeah. Very politically correct. It's not a no. It's just that. Yeah, exactly. Everything in daytime, you know. <laughs> it's, not, it's just not the moment. No, exactly. Just well, and and you yeah. couldn't do it. after your acting career takes off, then maybe you yeah, have to think about settling down. I don't know. It would be not too easy to have a relationship being a, a Hollywood star, but exactly. I don't know. And also, you know, you'd if you were going to get married, you'd want it to be a, a big wedding with all your family and friends and loved ones. And now with the small people, you can only have, what, 30 in the UK at a wedding. I don't know what it is. It's just a bad time. It is just yeah. a bad time. <laughs> yes, it's uh, like, no, it's not a bad time. <laughs> anyway, Miggy Guevara asks, um, how difficult has it been for you to play in another country in the middle of a global pandemic? Yeah, this is a really good question because it was... In some moments, it was a bit hard uh, because in Brazil, I have this, like in the weekend, I always see my friends. Uh, I always go somewhere to, to dinner or to go somewhere just to chat. I, I also really like like nightclubs to go with my friends. So I have this activity life in the weekend. So in this year, I was completely dead in this in this manner. And also we, we play without fans. Uh, I basically stay in my home and the gym every day. I was just doing this for I don't know how many times and was like really, really hard. But of course, that I was not that mad because it's not my situation. It's like world situation. So I say, man, it's like it's not just for me. It's being hard for everyone. And I'm lucky that I still have a job. So I, I, I never complain about it. So it was hard. <clears throat> Uh, but the situation we we can manage it. Uh, it was hard because also I I lose my father in this in this in this time, so it was really hard. I couldn't go to Brazil. My family was there, so I it was a be uh, a really complicated moment. But now it's it's just it's just like this. 
I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, yeah. Will there be will there be an opportunity to visit Brazil in between the club season finishing and the and the international season starting? Or yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, after I finish here, I will have my tickets. I go. I will arrive. I will go first to my to my home, and then I I start with the international team. Good, good. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, seems like family time is more important than it's ever been. So exactly. Make the most of that. Uh, Another question: If you weren't a professional volleyball player, what would you be? I think maybe a soccer player. Okay. Yeah, I played soccer for a long time. I'm quite kind of kind of stopped because of volleyball. Because when I started to play volleyball, I was still playing soccer, and then I just said, "No, oh, now I will just play volleyball," and I just stopped it. But I was a good player, and I was not that tall. So I think being tall, one ninety six. Because oh, was... did you say did you say you weren't that tall? No, I was not tall when I was younger. Before I played volleyball, I started to grow. When I started to play volleyball, was in, in that time. <laughs> I started to grow a bit more. But I was like normal How size. Convenient before. timing. Yeah, I was, yeah, good timing. But I was normal <laughs> yeah. size before. Like I was not a small guy, but I was for sure not tall uh, in in my in my age. And I think if I was like 196 playing soccer now would be not a bad idea because I would be really tall in soccer. And, mm. and I still can manage it to play. So I think if I would never stop it, maybe I, I, I would be playing soccer right now. It's not a bad backup career. Oh, yeah. I always think about this question though, because when people say, what would you do if you weren't doing what you're doing? You could literally say anything, right? Because no one can tell you you're wrong. Exactly. I could tell you I would be an astronaut. Uh, you, you can't tell I me. I don't think you would be an astronaut though. You'd be too tall. No, you don't well, know that. Well, I do know that because you'd be too tall. <laughs> yeah, it's not, there is no cause for us. Um, right, anyway, that is, enough for, uh, that is enough for fans' questions. Thank you so much for getting your questions in. Remember, um, we have great guests on the podcast all the time and there's always the opportunity to ask great great guys like Lucarelli questions so do keep your eye on the CEV social media for ways to get involved um what happens if I if we had this conversation Lucarelli at 10 p.m on the 1st of May 2021 are you a Champions League winner do you have a gold medal and another trophy for your burgeoning cabinet what's gonna be if you if we have a conversation in that time yeah, are you are you a, are you a Champions League winner? With a gold a medal? Yeah, I, I I think I can say this because it's, it's still I, I don't know have kids watching this because for sure I will be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> He's like I don't know what's gonna be happening. I'm gonna be drunk. I will be drinking this for sure to celebrate. What do you want from me? I don't know everything, <laughs> beer, champagne, everything. Uh, so this will be the first thing, of course. And I will be really happy, for sure. And probably I will be yeah. in a video call also with my family, drinking with them because they will also be drinking for me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so, well, drinking Red Bull, of course, drinking Red yeah, Bull. Before absolutely. I will drink before, get pumped <laughs> yeah. again, and after the beer I will just drink again just to don't sleep until I don't know which time. Well, okay, well I'm not I'm not asking you to to be a snitch, but. You've got some teammates, as we've already talked about, Ginelli and Nimir and Lisinach and, and, and all those guys. Who would be the ones who'd be in the club with you? Because you've already mentioned that you like to go to the nightclubs. Who out of those guys do you think would be would be good to party with? 
I just can say Nimir because I think all my okay. team is married or have girlfriends. So, <laughs> oh, so yeah. I, I don't have too many options right now. It's like, <laughs> what, what it is. So I, when I arrived here, I went in, in Milan with, with Nimir because uh, he lived there for three years. He played in Milan. So I said, man, you're going to introduce me there. So we went once to nightclub and then everything finished. No more. Mm. But where did you guys go? Old fashioned? No, just Cavalli. Okay. Look, listen to listen to. I I used to play in Bustarsizio close to Milan, and I went. I think I played there two years. I think I went clubbing maybe like three times. No. (laughs) No, I'm not big on clubs. I would have been the ones at home. But come on, you don't watch. You don't watch Game of Thrones. You live close. I know. I know. I don't club. I don't watch Game of Thrones. What do I do? If I had a cat, that's what I would do. I would hang out petting my cat. No. You're doing everything wrong. No, don't. I'm doing everything no, wrong. Don't do, don't do you that. need to write me a book, How to Live. Oh, you sleep early. You 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 eat grams at 7 p.m. I eat grapes. I sleep no, like LeBron. You talk to us about what what what's it called? The 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 lunar moon sleep passage. What did you call it before? Uh, circadian rhythm. Oh, the circadian. To be honest, that sounds like something out of Game of Thrones. If you step out of the circadian <laughs> rhythm, it's science. Like it's real family, science. One family circadian, for sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe when they do the reboot, we can we can be in the castle that is in the kingdom of Circadia. That can be our. Uh... Oh, <laughs> Lucarelli is the king of Circadia. That's another rumor that I'm going to start. Lucarelli is the king of Circadia. Yeah. Make of that what you will. Oh Milan. Do you know what we've so with the with the podcast and, and the unscripted, we've done um we've spoken to some of the players from Power Volley Milano and I'd love to go there and have a good time. I'm terrible in a nightclub though. You'd have to look out for me. I'm a liability. Yeah, there you go. Dave will go clubbing with you. Oh, no, we're gonna make it everyone, everybody, everybody. When this finishes we go we go everybody together. You no got all right, no on the first of May, if you win, we'll all go clubbing in our respective towns and cities okay you it's a deal deal. you guys must really stand out in a club though you're all like two meters tall sort of dress quite outlandishly and you've especially in italy as well because apart from the volleyball players they're all so small and so skinny and it's just you guys like like in space jam where the monsters arrive and you're twice the size of everybody and you look like you're from another planet you know what i mean no don't say this because in the best possible way he's just jealous <laughs> uh, right, we are going down a path here that I think is for the After Dark podcast. So I think now is a good time yeah. to wrap it. Um, Lucarelli, in English or in Portuguese or in Italian, do you have a message for the fans of you and Trentino and the Brazilian national team? Uh, I will continue first in, in English. Uh, okay. uh, thank you so much uh, uh, for everyone that uh, follows. Brazilian volleyball and follow my career. Uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, I feel really grateful and happy with all messages uh, that you sent to me. Um, obrigado a todos as pessoas que falam português, que me entendem agora. Uh, obrigado pela torcida e pelo apoio. Uh, fico muito feliz. E possiamo anche parlare un po' italiano. Grazie mille a tutti. Che tifano per, per me e per la mia squadra. Un bacio. <laughs> Bravissimo. He's he's good. Key. He's good. He's really good. I, I was gonna say.
actually, I, w I was watching you. You look more nervous speaking in Portuguese than in English. Yes, because in Portuguese, I know both of, <laughs> both of you will not understand. So I was feeling... I understand a little bit. I, uh, I speak Italian, so I understand a little bit of Portuguese. I was, I mean, uh, as I was okay. stalking you on Instagram, I was trying to understand the, the captions, but I didn't get them. Yeah. I, I, Just the one about the cat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand Portuguese. However, um, whenever I speak to somebody who, who is fluent in Portuguese, like yourself, and I tell them what a Brazilian friend of mine um, said that I should use as an introduction when I'm trying to meet women... They all laugh, then don't tell me what it means. So if if I met Key, for example, in a club and yeah. said and said Fala Chuchuka, what would that mean? It's like it's uh, hello because Chuchuka is a uh, slang and it's very difficult to to translate this. Is it is it a compliment? Is it rude or yeah. is it it is, but is I don't know if I maybe maybe with young young woman maybe it works, but Tutuka is just like just you uh. know it's like sometimes seems cute, but I don't know. And is a you know, so would I slap him? Yeah, is the question is it, if he came up to me in a club and asked me. That. No, I don't so think you're gonna slap him, but I think you're just gonna look to him like, what are you talking about, bro? Just. <laughs> what are just, you talking about, bro? <laughs> just, who is this just guy? Leave. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, would, I, I would try like, to help dude. you, bro. I, I try to give you some better, okay? Uh, yeah. I talk to you in private. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, in which case, we will continue the private call, but thank you all for listening. Uh, good luck in your final that's coming up. As I said, 1st of May in Verona, it is Zaxa versus Trentino. It's Corneliano versus Vakif Bank. There are loads of ways that you can watch it, so head over to the CEV website. Um, no matter what country you're in in the world, there is somewhere and some way that you can watch these two epic matches. Key, what's the hashtag? The hashtag, if you have any questions, comments, queries, if you want to know what their circadian rhythm is, <laughs> hashtag let volleyball talk, and we'll, uh, yeah, and, we'll hear and you. And if there's anything that you need to explain, like the circadian rhythm, then you can use the email address, theacepace at cev.eu. But it is time for us to head out and look forward to those super finals. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a good afternoon yep. and good morning. See ya.